0: Where it started. Hello, I'm Paul. And this is Dave. Hello, Halifax. We love you. We are the Derringer Brothers. And
1: you are listening to Derringer Discovery.
0: Each podcast, we take you, the listener, on a journey. A musical journey. Today's podcast is Ed Sheeran plays for the A-Team and why. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Within our allotted time, Dave and I will each pick songs by Ed Sheeran, songs that exemplify why we think Ed is grade A material and why he deserves to be on the pedestal as a songwriter, a singer, and a musician. In addition to picking songs of Ed Sheeran, we do need to weigh in on whether or not we believe Ed Sheeran has jumped the shark. Oh, no! And I realize people are going to say, what? He's too young to jump the shark. We also are going to weigh in and speculate on whether we think Ed Sheeran will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame once he qualifies. He's still 15, 16 years away from qualifying.
2: Stop the clocks, it's amazing. You should see the way the light dances up your head. A million colors of hazel, golden and red.
0: And what you've just heard is Ed's recent single, Afterglow. It was released on December
1: 21st, 2020. Paul, before we dive into the world of Ed Sheeran, we need to dive into
0: our mailbag. Oh, it's heavy.
3: Your Discoveries Listener Feedback.
0: We've gotten a lot of comments, people who have given us suggestions. Don't quit your day job. We've had people who want us to do future podcasts on artists such as Fleetwood Mac, Steely Dan, The Zombies, Todd Rundgren. We've had quite a few comments, and ready for this, the one that has gotten the most requests is for us to do a podcast on Rush. With regard to ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, we had one listener who disagreed with us on our assessment that ELO jumped the shark. This person wrote that he agrees that ELO started weak, improved, and peaked, then declined greatly, but he does not think they jumped the shark.
1: Well, I just said Xanadu is worse
0: than Scooby-Doo, and you certainly don't want to step in it. With regard to John Cougar Mellencamp, we got a lot of comments on that. We've heard from Vivian, who grew up in Australia, and she saw John Cougar Mellencamp in Australia, and I ended up talking with her.
4: It was in the mid-80s when his Scarecrow album came out, and it was huge in Australia.
0: And it's such a great little mini-interview. I'm going to put it, after we conclude, Ed Sheeran. Paul, are you trying to expand our audience into Australia? Yeah, I think I am. Bloody right. We have with us today two special guests. (laughs) Both of them have agreed to talk with us about Ed Sheeran. So thank you, Augie. I love listening, and it just
3: really gets my day going.
0: And thank you, Patty. Well, I have been a faithful fan since the start of the podcast. Augie and Patty are the offspring of my alter ego, so I must say I'm very close to them, and I appreciate them stepping up and doing this today.
2: So, Ed, thanks very much for for coming in. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is something I'm quite passionate about. Oh, you as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, with with the jokes and the snide comments, and, you know, I just feel like it's time that we stood up and said, you know, we're
0: we're not going to take this anymore. We are ginger,
4: and we're going to fight.
0: Dave, Ed must really be into math. I think he is. His first album was 2011. His first major label album was 2011 called The Plus album. I got it right here. I actually went out and bought this one. If you can play that. From 2004 to 2011, he did about 6 independent releases, 5 of which were EPs. Let's start with what was his first major label album, The Plus album.
3: Yeah, it's weird to me that it would be called Plus instead of Add.
0: Tell me what you think about it, Dave, and give me some thoughts on your favorite song.
1: I think it's an excellent album. I know you probably are going to pick the team is one of your cuts <laughs> Yeah. I want to pick two songs off of here one song will be my representation of this album and the other one is going to be my all time favorite song by him
0: so you're holding and on to one song but you'll tell me one now yes you're right Dave I did pick the a it's a sad song but it's a great song and it's actually from one of his EPs so he had already put it out there but then the major label said hi
3: we should talk see we pay and you write songs and then you make a ton of money and then we take most of it.
0: This is so good. We're not only going to put it out there, but it's going to be the opening track. And I think it's a perfect example. Here is the A-Team from Ed Sheeran's Plus album.
3: The lyrics are very catching. They paint a picture.
0: It reminds me of Hey There, Delilah.
3: Days end
2: struggling to pay rent Long nights, strange men And they say she's in the class A-Team stuck in her daydream been this way since 18 but lately her face seems slowly sinking wasting crumbling like pastries and they scream the worst things in life come free to us cause we're just And that is the
0: A-Team. Dave correctly called it. That's my favorite song from this album. But Dave, I'm with you. This album has a lot of great songs. I think it's a great album. So what's your choice off this album and why?
1: My choice off of this album is Small Bump. You're just a small bump unborn. In four months, you're brought to life. You might be left with my hair, but you'll have your mother's eyes. I'll hold your body in my hands, be as gentle as I can. But for now, you're a scan of my unmade plans. A small bump. In four months, you're brought to life.
2: You're just a small bump unborn. In four months, you're brought to life.
1: favorite song from the album at the time the album was out he was only 20 years old it was actually a friend of his whose girlfriend was pregnant because you were just a small bump unborn for four months then torn from life maybe you were needed up there but we're still unaware
0: as why
2: maybe you were needed up there but we're still unaware as why
0: dave let's move on then that was the first album he's into math still am i right Multiply. And now he's learning how to multiply.
1: His second studio album on a major label, released in 2014.
0: Any good songs on this one, Dave?
1: Five singles were released from the album Sing. Sing. Don't. Don't,
2: Don't. win. my.
1: Thinking Out Loud? Thinking Out Loud is a
2: song that you absolutely have to sing and sway to. I mean, if you're not swaying to the song, you just don't have a heart. Stream Fading out again,
1: I feel the chemicals burn in my bloodstream. And Photograph. Photograph is my personal favorite. Let's hear from that now.
0: Alright, here's Photograph.
2: keep this love in a photograph. We made these memories for ourselves. Where our eyes are never closing, hearts were never Times forever frozen, still. so you can keep me inside the pocket of your ripped chains. holding me close until I
0: see you won't ever be alone. And that's photograph. David, I'd like to play a snippet of one song that really touched me. Oh, Misty.
2: I-O the mountain below, keep careful watch of my brother's souls, and should the sky be filled with fire and smoke. Keep watching over your sun I see fire is a really great song. I like the passion in his voice. If this is to end in fire, then we shall all burn together. Watch the flames climb high, high into the night. Calling in our father, send by him. Watch the flames burn over and over the mountain side.
3: Uh, when you listen to I see fire, you really do feel like you're a hobbit and I have a very important mission. And I'm just having a last drink with my buds before we go on an adventure. Oh. Discoveries trivia question.
0: Dave, I have a trivia question for okay. you. Okay. What are the five eras, E-R-A, five eras of recorded music? Think out loud. Think out loud. Think of what comes to your mind. Well, vinyl definitely comes Bingo. to my mind. Vinyl had an era of almost 60 years. What do you think is the second era of recorded music? Tape. <laughs> yeah, eight track. You always talk about eight track. Yes. And cassette. Cassette. That had about seven years of dominance. Now, the third one, think of what we think of now, what you're holding in your hand.
1: CDs or compact discs.
0: Compact discs. 21 years of dominance. Then what do you think is the fourth era of recorded music?
1: Do they consider download as a possibility? (laughs)
0: Yeah, Dave, that's exactly it. Yes, that's a good guess. Downloads. And that had a very short period of dominance. I actually used to download music at a cost of 99 cents to like $1.49 per song. For about four years, it dominated the market. Now, we are in what's called the fifth era. Shearer. And by the way, this is according to Forbes magazine, calling the five eras of recorded music. The fifth era we are in right now and we're on the beginning of it. What do you think it is? Streaming. Yeah, that's it. Streaming. Digital interactive streaming is the fifth era. And really, that's what Ed's music is all about. Am I right? I mean, you did buy the CD. I did. But really, what he's getting are streams. You and I went to Spotify when we were preparing for this. How many streams on average does his five top songs each have? Each. In the billions. In the billions. Not millions, billions, with the B. And your lives will never be the same.
4: Ah, the billionaire boys.
0: Dave, let's talk about the next album. This is his third major album release. Now we might differ on this. There's actually an album that was released in between Multiply and Divide, and that was called. Five, Just the number five.
1: That's an EP, though.
0: It's actually, ready for this? It's five EPs. Dave, let's talk about this. His albums run over an hour long, which when we were growing up would be unheard of. This album, five, is 82 minutes long. Dave, does that blow your mind? 82 minutes. But it is five EPs. He does a song on five called The City. So I'm going to play you a snippet of the the version that appears on his independent release. Here it is.
2: And this city never sleeps. I hear the people walk by when it's late. Sirens clear through my windowsill. I can't close my eyes. I don't control what I'm into.
0: And that's a snippet of The City from his independent release before he was signed to a major label. It was put on five.
3: The City has a really cool guitar line and it definitely tells more of like a personal narrative. You know, it's about like how he became who everyone knows him to be, which is definitely very interesting to hear about like his musical past.
2: London calls me a
3: stranger,
2: a traveler, oh, oh,
3: this is now my home, my home. Cool lyrics, interesting personal story, and I love the guitar line in it.
2: So I don't have a lot to relate to London, but uh, I wish I went, and I wish I could have had the
0: chance to not fit in. Now I'm going to play you the one that was put on a major release. That's the city, and that's the major release version. I prefer the independent release over the major release.
1: Well, the major release is from Plus.
0: Yeah, not knocking Plus, I'm just saying, of the two versions, I think Ed, coming out of the gate, even before he was signed, he had talent and he knew how to record it and utilize it. Do you have anything on Five that you want to address? No, I don't. So how do you feel about Five? I think it's a great number. I didn't. Ben really, Folds likes it.
1: I didn't really listen to that one because I was just sticking with the four studio albums.
0: Have you noticed the name of his uh, production company? I think that's interesting. Gingerbread Man Records. What do you think he gets that idea? Gingerbread Man Records. From yeah. his red hair? Yeah. <laughs> so what's the next album after five? And that would be 2017, right? Divide. Yeah, Divide. So plus, multiply, Five, which is a number, and divide. What do you like on Divide?
1: Well the first single off the of Divide was one of those old fashioned double singles which had two hits on it. The A side was Shape of You, which was a huge hit and everybody's heard that yeah.
0: one. I'm picking Shape of You only because it is one of his top five streaming songs. So we're talking over one point five billion people have streamed this song. We could definitely use Dave. We could probably use some of those listeners, am I right? The club isn't the best place to find the lovers at so the bar is where I go.
3: Shape of you is definitely very popular. Oh, yeah. I like put. shape of you. I think mm. because I had to listen to it like 50 times a day in the summer of 2017 because mm. I was doing a lot of driving around in a car and it was on the radio constantly.
2: It's catchy. Singing like girl, you know I want your love. Your love was handmade for somebody like me. Coming now follow my lead. I may be crazy. Come now
4: follow my lead. My lead. <laughs> I'm in love
2: with the shape, shape of you. you.
3: Push and pull like a magnet too. Wow. And it's definitely a fun song. It's one of his bangers. <laughs>
2: Come on, baby. I'm in love with your body, Every day really
1: discovering
2: something brand
1: new. I'm in love with the shape of you. So I'm gonna pick the B-side castle on the hill. When I was six years old, I broke my leg.
0: And I was running from my brother and his friends. My engineer at my recording studio, Virginia Arts Recording Studio, Chris, told me yesterday that that's his favorite song. Not just on this album, but his favorite song by Ed Sheeran. Well, how about that? Great so minds think alike. Great minds think alike. This is Castle on the Hill. Take me back to when I found my heart Broken
2: broke it here Made friends and lost them through the years And I've not seen The boring fields In so long I
0: un- know I've gone, But I can't wait to go home. And that's Castle on the Hill
2: It's real, Watch the Over the Lonely
0: Dave, I like this album It's a solid album solid, no. There is the perfect wedding song on this album It's called Perfect I found a love
2: For me
0: Darling, just dive right in Follow my lead It's the song that everyone, if they haven't already gotten married to it, going forward in the future, this will be at one out of every five weddings, I promise you, for the next 30 years. So get used to it. I think this song is beautiful. It makes you want to fall in love. I
2: whispered underneath my breath you heard it, darling, you
0: That is perfect. It's
3: not really my cup of tea. Those kind of sentimental love songs just don't usually get me. Yeah, I think if you're going to tell a love story, I want it to be a story with plot. Consider Goway Girl to be his biggest song. I, I That's what I think of him as. I think that the Goway Girl, it hits all of his romantic notes, but it's also like a higher energy pop style. She played
2: the fiddle in an Irish band, but she fell in love with an Englishman. Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands A baby. I just want to dance, my pretty little boy.
4: but it also
3: has that twist of being about like England and Ireland that just catches the different aspects of Ed Sheeran. Nancy Mulligan is also like Galway Girl it plays into those Irish jig sounds. She
2: and I went on the run don't care about religion I'm gonna marry the woman I love down by the Wexford
3: it's about his grandparents. It's about the Protestant-Catholic conflicts in Ireland and Northern Ireland. She was Nancy
2: Mulligan,
3: I was William and
2: She took my name and then we were one, down by the Wexford border.
3: Nancy Mulligan is his grandmother. And William Sheeran is his grandfather, and he was a Protestant in Northern Ireland. They run away together. They don't care about the religion of their parents, and that is that.
2: Wow, it's like a divide. Divide. Let me just give you this advice. Song title. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Are you sure? Hey, dude. It's so much better. do <laughs> do
0: When I saw him in the movie yesterday...
3: When did you write
0: that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles.
3: Who? I liked Yesterday. Sorry. I'm just
0: listening to Jack's new song.
3: What's this one called? Uh, Leave it be.
1: Let it be.
0: Well, rock on, Jack. And saw him play at the Beatles tribute. And you know what song he played at the Beatles tribute, Here Comes the Sun. Well, he played two. I'll go with that. That was
1: one. And the other one was was
0: In My Life. Yeah, In My Life. And let me tell you, people, if you didn't see that, I'm going to play a snippet of In My Life. He's up on stage in front of Sir Paul McCartney, in front of Ringo Starr, in front of Yoko Sir, Ono. Sir Ringo Starr. Is, Is it Sir Ringo? Okay, yeah. Sir Ringo Starr. He New got Star. it, too. He's up on stage with just an acoustic guitar and his voice, no other musicians. And he's playing In My Life, and I think he nails it. He does it really well. He makes you forget, almost, about the version that John Lennon sings. That's when I fell in love with Ed Sheeran. He could hold his own in front of the Beatles.
4: Here to sing the enduring In My Life, one of England's finest, Young singer songwriters today, Ed Sheeran.
2: There are places I remember all my life, though some have changed, some forever, not for better. Some have gone and some remain all these places have their moments with lovers and friends i still can recall some are dead and some are living in my life i love them
0: all and that's In My Life, which by the way, I don't think it's on any album that I'm aware of or any release, but it is available on YouTube. So I just played your version from YouTube.
3: Who in the Beatles inspired Ed Sheeran's personal style the most? I would think of McCartney first. So it's interesting he did a Lennon song. Of Lennon's songs, it's very Ed Sheeran.
0: Dave, that leads us to his next album. Number 6 Collaboration Project. All right. Now, what's interesting, he had an EP called Number 5 Collaboration Project that was released before his major label release. And on that album, he did a lot of collaborations with other artists. So what's happening here? Is he doing collaboration with other artists?
1: Yes. And I think this is where he jumped the shark.
0: Yeah. I don't like the collaborations. I think he's better when he's writing the song, when he's singing the song, and when he's controlling the direction of the song. And on this album, I think he just hands off too much to other people number six collaborations project which was released in 2019 i wrote down underneath it not one of my favorites and you know that's pretty harsh criticism coming from me because i don't usually get too mean about things but i said not one of my favorites what did you say about it
1: you know i'm not a big justin bieber fan and the first single was i don't care i know it hit number one in england number two in the united states but i don't care i'd rather hear him by himself you
0: want me to play i don't care i'd rather you not but if you have to <laughs> Okay, I didn't pick any song so I'm going to play I don't care with Justin Bieber.
2: Cuz I don't care when I'm with my baby. Yet. All the bad things disappear. You making me feel like maybe I am somebody.
0: I Don't Care from Number Six Collaborations Project.
2: This song is way more relatable
1: to me than Biebs and Ed.
3: I'd heard it before but I guess I'm not really familiar with I Don't Care. Not my favorite.
1: I would like to pick Best Part of Me featuring Yeba, And if you could let it keep going until the female vocals kick in yeah. I'm going to tell you
0: who Yebba is. I did like that song with Yebba. So here it is.
2: And I never catch the train on time Always 30 minutes behind See?
0: Best part of me, Ed Sheeran with Yeba, Y-E-B-B-A. Yes. So tell me what, give me a snippet on this. What's happening here?
1: Yeba is Abby backwards. Yeba is Abigail Elizabeth Scott from West Memphis, Arkansas, born in 1995. So she's even younger than Ed Sheeran. Now, of course, since I liked it, It only hit number 99 on the Hot
0: 100. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you what my taste is. Dave, I've got some more trivia for you. This is Trivia Day.
3: Derringer Discoveries Trivia.
0: Ed Sheeran has sold more than 150 million units. People, think about that, 150 million units When you hear about these other major bands out there i'm telling you most are not there they're not at 150 million even the big names but the question is dave what are units nowadays units used to be the actual hard album right the vinyl album the cassette album the eight track album even the cd that was easy enough but now units are different for it to be one unit on a platform that you pay for 1250 streams that constitutes one unit according to billboard 1250 now you're thinking that's crazy that seems like a lot That's actually lower than it used to be. Several years ago, it was 1,500 streams, but recently, Billboard revised it and they brought it down to 1,250 streams, constitutes one unit, so that that's how you can document What is a unit sale? Now repeat back what I just said. No! Dave, you wanted to pick your all-time favorite song and your all-time favorite album. I did,
1: but first I wanted to tell you about Ed Sheeran's wife.
0: Okay, he's currently married. Cherry Seaborn.
1: They actually went to school together. He had a crush on her back in high
0: school, but she had another boyfriend. How does she feel about Nina?
1: Well, this is after Nina. They got engaged in January 2018. They got married a year later, January 2019. And then their daughter was born (laughs) August. 2020
2: oh, I will hold
1: on. and they named their their daughter to the afterglow. Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sharon Lyra Antarctica, Antarctica. Seaborn Sharon L A S S last she's a lass and i hope they do call her Lyra and not Antarctica.
0: <laughs> so i do want to thank Augie and Patty for being our special guests today Dave I think we jumped the shark and that we already told the listeners we felt that he jumped the shark with number six collaborations project. But do you agree with me that he has staying power that we will be talking about him 30 years from now?
1: And I'm anxiously awaiting the release of Minus. Minus plus? <laughs> Multiply, divide,
0: minus is the only one left. Yes. you got to do minus next. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. He doesn't qualify yet, but when he does qualify after 25 years in the music business, do you think he'll be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They'll probably change the rules to get him in early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's only been on the scene, if you count the major release of 2011. Ten years. He's, yeah, ten years. Oh, so. I mean, he's not even 30 yet, so go figure. Go figure. So he's got another 15 years currently before he qualifies for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: I think he'll make a pretty good living, you know, in between now and then. So did you say that A-Team is your favorite song by him?
0: That leaves an interesting question. We're saying that Ed Sheeran plays for the A-Team. A-Team is in, like, sports. You know, you have the A-Team, you have the B-Team, and the A-Team is the top echelon. Right. That's how I was using it. So people, don't send me hate mail. I'm just trying to come up with titles for our podcast.
1: Okay, now I get to pick out my favorite song of all time. By Ed Sheeran. By Ed Sheeran. Yes. it's the final song on the plus album give me love
2: give a little time to me burn this out we'll play high and seek to turn this around all i want is
0: the taste that your lips allow my mind my mind that with Chris Leonard and Jake Gosling Jake's with them a lot on these songs
1: yes he gets some help from his friends and they all chip in on the, the lyrics
2: my mind, oh, give me love, my mind, my mind. Give me love. My mind.
0: and that's give me love that's david's favorite song it is from the plus album you start your album off strong, you end your album strong. And that's exactly what his label did. They started it off with a strong song, The A-Team, that's one of my all-time favorite songs by Ed Sheeran. And they closed it with "With Give Me Love, which is one of your all-time favorite songs by Ed Sheeran. Which is your favorite album? I think it probably goes without saying Plus. The Plus album. I'm with you. If you want to be part of this podcast, it's easy. You just write us. And where do you write us? You write us at derringerdiscoveries at gmail.com. For those of you who are still listening, thank you and thank you for being our listeners. And please follow us. All you have to do is click follow and that way you will be alerted to our next podcast. Until next time, this is Paul Derringer. And this is Dave Derringer. We are the Derringer Brothers and we thank you for listening to Derringer Discovery. Thank you for sticking around. Vivian lives in Charlottesville, where I live, but she is from Australia, and her family is still back in Australia. Hopefully her family is listening to this. Let me give a shout out to Vivian's family. Yay! Glad to have you listening today
4: I had a huge Cardboard poster Of his Scarecrow album
0: Vivian saw John Cougar Mellencamp On his Scarecrow tour
4: I was 18 years old I can't remember how I got Such great seats But I was in the first or second row It was just a, a great concert
0: The Scarecrow album For those of you who listened to the John Cougar Mellencamp Episode and if you haven't listened to it Please do in that episode Dave and I both weighed in that our favorite album by John Cougar Mellencamp is, in fact, Scarecrow. And that is the album that he was touring on when Vivian saw John Cougar Mellencamp in Australia.
4: It was 1986. It was at the Sydney Entertainment Center, which is... Unfortunately no longer there They demolished it Vivian
0: had an interesting experience She actually met John Cougar Mellencamp He
4: had this thing like Springsteen Where he would bring a lady up on stage to dance with He actually jumped into the audience And I was able to just grab onto him And give him a big hug And he actually spoke to me And he told me he was going to pick me Although he didn't So I was a little disappointed But I think he just wanted me to let go of him He was getting a bit nervous Because all these girls were just grabbing onto him
0: Vivian, thank you so much for being part of the Derringer Discoveries podcast
4: I'll never forget that concert We were like in each other's arms Because I wasn't letting go of him (laughs)
0: Listeners, friends, family, anyone else out there Let us know what you think We value your feedback months later when you knocked on our door i thought i recognized you but i couldn't be sure mom said please come in but you just stood in the doorway then you reached out your hand and mom took it in hers the two of you hugged without saying a word i still think of that moment and it was 197.